Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Charles Reed, who is the president and CEO of Get Payroll. Charles, how are you doing? Timothy, I'm doing very well. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Appreciate you coming on, and we like to jump right in. So if you could start with just telling us a little bit about yourself, some of the stuff you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Well, you know, I grew up as a Midwestern boy and, and uh, went to the Marine Corps, and after service, got married and went to school. Uh, I'm a poker player. Uh, I enjoy playing poker. They've, uh, it's legal in Texas, so I play a lot of live poker. I read a great deal. I no longer watch TV. Listen to music. Um, I, have my, I have a house on the lake. Uh, the wife has passed, so it's just me. Um, but it's, it's a good life. It's pleasant, and uh, I'm enjoying life. Love it. Love it. And tell us more about what you do in Get Payroll. Well, Get Payroll is a payroll processor. We process payroll for clients. We calculate the payroll. We disperse checks or direct deposits. We make do all the forms, all the filings, all the deposits. So the client doesn't have to do anything other than tell us what, you know, the hours people worked or the salary they, they, they make. We handle everything else. And our real, on top of the payroll, we handle other associated things. We work with HR, timekeeping, handbooks, all kinds of things. But our real unique selling proposition is we're compliance experts. So when the IRS screws up and they make millions of mistakes every year, uh, literally millions of mistakes, 100,000 people working with technology going back to the 1960s, we can solve those problems. I'm a CPA, I'm a US tax court practitioner. I spent three years on the IRS advisory council uh, so I know the people and we're kind of like you have insurance on your house. You hope it never burns down, but you pay the insurance every year. Well, we're like insurance for your payroll. You may never need us, but when the IRS screws up, you're probably in deep trouble unless you have somebody like me to help navigate those water and solve those problems. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Tell us a little bit more about, the reason you started to get payroll and your motivation for it, what keeps you up and keeps you going? Well, I had been in the corporate world after college for 15 years, large corporations, small corporations, uh, realized I was never going to get to the top of a major corporation. I didn't have the political skills. I was unwilling to stab people in the back and toss them off the ladder. So if I was going to run a company and I grew up in a family owned business, uh, I passed on going into business with my father for lots of reasons. <laughs> if I was going to have a business that I was going to run, I was going to have to start my own. So 30 years ago, Ruth, my wife, and I started our business. And we started, I was working for Financial Express, which was a mobile accounting service. And the board was after the company to sell the original office that they were still running. So I bought it and took it over. The franchisor Financial Express went belly up. 
And I just, we just changed the name and kept going. It was an accounting service, mobile accounting service with a payroll sideline. Over the next few years, technology improved and mobile went away. And then here about 10 years ago, I sold off the accounting uh, to my partner um, because I'd gotten a little tired of doing accounting, but I still was enjoying the payroll. So we kept expanding the payroll business. Ruth passed about six years ago, but I've just kept working at it. I enjoy it. I enjoy coming into work every day. My staff says to me, Charles, when are you going to retire? And I say, one day you're going to come in and you're going to find me dead at my desk. I've retired. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, love it that much, huh? I do. I, I enjoy coming to work. I mean, I, I'm a widower. What am I going to do? Sit home by myself? You know, get a cat? No, thank you. So <laughs> I got a great staff. I've got some wonderful clients. One of my 30-year clients was in this morning to, to make some photocopies on my copy machine. And I, I waylaid him and said, hey, I, I need some testimonials. Uh, Michael's shooting in the, in the studio here. Uh, would you mind shooting a, a testimonial again? He said, nah, I don't care. I'm not very good at it. But you know, I said, no, we don't want good. We want clients. <laughs> so he came in and shot a testimonial. Um, and that was fun. So we, we, we have fun. We do a lot of fun things here. Um, I don't know if you've looked at our, our YouTube, but we have Halloween videos. Earlier this year, we did a Godfather parody, The Payroll Father. Uh, and, and we do four or five of those a year. Plus, we do a lot of serious ones about um, this and that and changes in the law and, and payroll things that come up and so on. But we have fun with it. You know, life's too short. Uh, great staff, great clients for the most part, and uh, fun playing with the IRS. <laughs> Gotcha, man. I love it. I love that you, you know, this sounds like a business that a lot of people would dread. So I'm happy that you enjoy it so much. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm sure there are. And, you know, I, I'm in Texas, just north of Dallas. And when I was very young, much younger, you know, I worked outside for a while in, in the Dallas summers. Um, I quickly learned between that and being in the core that I prefer to work inside in the air conditioning. So, uh, you know, yeah, some people don't like this. It, it is very analytical, but I'm dealing with, once you get to this point, I don't do much of the actual work anymore. I got a great staff, uh, systems are in place, computers and everything else. My job as CEO is to make my staff's life easier, more productive, more efficient, solve problems for them, run interference where necessary. Uh, and, you know, and talk to clients that get upset. That's, you know, that's part of the, part of the job too. So it's not like I'm slaving over hot payrolls all day long. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. I love it. Well, tell us a little bit about your vision for Get Payroll and where you want it to go. Well, we're continuing to grow. We're a national firm now. When we ventured into the internet here, uh, more than 20 years ago, when it was still in an infancy, uh, we did up a, a, a green payroll and an internet payroll and got into all 50 states and have continued to grow. We're probably one of the smaller of the national firms. I mean, we're a fraction of the size of ADP or paychecks. But frankly, I, I don't want to be ADP. 
if you call ADP, and I've done this, and you can do it as a lark, and ask for the president of ADP, you will never talk to him. Gotcha. Uh, I was told before he didn't have a phone that the switchboard operator had access to on his desk. First, she told me he didn't have a phone. And I say, president of a multi-billion dollar company does not have a phone he can answer. Well, we can't ring him. So, you know, I like my clients. I said, you know, Muhammad was in this morning. He's been with me for since we started 30 years ago. And I've got a number of clients like that. And I've got many newer ones. And, you know, after 30 years of, of being in their pocketbook and their wallet, we're, we're friends. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I'm going to continue to grow it uh, as long as I can work. And when I finally give up the ghost on that, the business is going to my staff. Uh, they're going to own it and hopefully continue to grow it and, and make a good living off of it and provide a nice living to, to other people. Um, we pay well. Uh, we like, you know, it's a, it's a very pleasant environment, I think. And my people tell me it is. We don't have a, a lot of petty politics. If somebody doesn't fit in, we ask them to leave. When we interview somebody, everybody gets to, to interview them. And if somebody doesn't like them for whatever reason, and I, I realized years ago, the reasons can be, Strange. Uh, I had lunch with a guy who'd called me. It was a potential vendor. <clears throat> and after lunch, he'd gone out to get the car to, to take us back to work because it was raining. And I'm standing there and I say to myself, basically, you know, I can never do business with this guy because he looks like my first what my wife's first husband. And he was a spitting image for him. And the guy standing next to me overheard me. It was the ex-mayor of Dallas. And he says, oh, he already has two strikes against him. I said, no three. <laughs> I just, I could not do business with him because I couldn't get over the fact my wife's first husband was abusive to him and the kids. And I just couldn't deal with it. So I was never going to do business with him. Nothing he did, but so sometimes there's reasons you can't work with somebody that have nothing to do with their skill set, but still makes it impossible. So life goes on. Don't work with them. Stay away from them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love the simplicity of that. And also the uh, kind of firmness to kind of put your foot down and say, nope, this is where the boundary is. Yeah. And, and, and that some boundaries are illogical. And their personality, their looks, their whatever. Now, we don't. We're a very diverse organization. Uh, my marketing manager is Hindi. My operations manager is African-American, as is my HR person. So we have a very diverse workforce and we, we're, we're, not, we're not proud of it. It's just, we hire the best people. We don't care. So uh, we don't allow things like that to get in the way, but sometimes, you know, it just strikes you wrong or the skill set's wrong or the, the, the personality's wrong and the personality doesn't fit, the character doesn't fit our corporate character, well, then it's not going to work. Life goes on. Yep. I love it. Take us back to 30 years ago when you really started this business. <clears throat> Tell us about some of the challenges you faced and how you pushed through. Well, there's, there's a few things. I went into business with my wife. Now, I grew up in a family business. My parents worked together. I thought working with your spouse was natural. 
working with her spouse is an unnatural act, okay? Uh, so, because in a marriage, communication compromise. In a business, not so much. You're the boss and you've got to make the decisions and they have to be enforced. Somebody is the final say. You know, everybody can have their input, but when the boss says, this is the way it's going to be, that's how it has to be. Well, that's not the way it is at home. I mean, you know, men who say he master an own house also lie about other things. So that, that, that dynamic between Ruth and I, we had to resolve and we did. She had a bad habit. Uh, we'd get home, have dinner, get ready for bed, get into bed. And she'd have one more problem from work that she had to get off her chest. So she'd tell me about it. And she'd roll over and go to sleep. And I'd be sitting there stewing about it until two in the morning. So we finally made a, an agreement that after dinner, no more business. That meant some late dinners sometimes. Uh, another thing was, you know, work-life balance. I was on a panel here a couple of years ago. And one of the people in the audience asked me about work-life balance. And I just cracked up. For entrepreneurs, there is no work-life balance. In the beginning, it's work. Period. No vacations, no time off, 70, 80 hours a week. You live, breathe, and eat work. But that's okay. It's not forever. It was probably 10, 12 years before we got a vacation. Up to that point, our vacations were, I had a business conference to go to and I'd take her with me, okay? It would get us out of the house and away from the city, but it was business. It was also deductible because she was an officer of the corporation. <laughs> Oh, we might go a day earlier, stay a day late. But uh, so it's not like corporate life. You don't get weekends off as an entrepreneur. You just, you work, we do whatever you do. I remember one night, I was 7.30, 8 o'clock at the office, uh, a client called and I picked up the phone and answered. He said, Charles, what the hell are you doing answering the phone at 8 o'clock at night? And I said, what the hell are you doing calling me at 8 o'clock at night? <laughs> so we talked for probably 20 minutes. And at the end of the conversation, we'd agreed. It was better to worry about getting all the work you had done rather than worrying about where to get work to do. So that was, that was a realization that was always better to have too much to do rather than too little. Yep, I love that. Awesome. Well, if there were one or two people that you can meet right now, or one or two types of people that you can meet right now, that would really help you take the next step in growing, get payroll, who would they be and how would they do it? Well, I've hired most of them. I hired a marketing expert. And after I hired my first marketing manager here just a few years ago, I realized I couldn't market my way out of a paper bag. So I, I hired marketing people and I have a very good marketing manager and videographer and salesperson that's helping grow the company. Um, and I am one of the leading experts on payroll in the country. My newest book is the payroll book, a guide for small businesses and startups. I wrote the book on payroll. So really, uh, I'm looking always for good people, but we've got pretty well staffed up. We, we, we like the people we got. Uh, we've worked hard to get there. Uh, my ops manager is just uh, a brilliant young man. 
my right-hand girl has been with me 23 years. She handles most of the banking uh, and correspondence with the IRS. Uh, my marketing manager is superb. Um, my salesman is, is closing business right and left. We're in pretty good shape. Um, I'm not sure who I would hire. <laughs> I'm lucky, but it took 30 years to get there. Had you asked me this 10 years ago, it would have been a different ball game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there anybody that can help you? So I guess you have the systems up and going, but is there any part of the business that you need some insight on or anything like that? Or are you just good to go? It never hurts to have a second opinion, never. So I talked to lots of people. I talked to people who have ideas. Uh, you know, imitation is, is uh, the most sincerest form of flattery. Anytime I see a good idea, I steal it. Um, I, I mean, you know, why not? Uh, if they'll, so I, I talk to people all the time. Uh, we have added some, some products that way. Not a whole lot because everybody wants to sell my clients, but they're not always delivering uh, something worthwhile for them. But it has allowed us to expand our offering. And so we have a lot more. At some point, we'll probably open our own insurance bureau and have a general agent, uh, but that's down the line. Uh, if we get much bigger, yeah, at some point, we'll, put a, we'll, we'll start our own bank uh, because we do a lot of treasury management. Uh, we'll move a lot. And we, you know, we're, we're moving hundreds of millions of dollars of, of money a month. So... I have two good bankers that, that help me now, but at some point in time with the fees they charge, it's going to be worthwhile to set up her own bank. So I'll need a, a bank expert. Then I, I have a, a lady in mind. If she'll come to work for me, uh, I'll hire her in a heartbeat. I've known her for 30 years. Did so set up your own bank. Yeah. I mean, we, we do huge amounts of treasury management. Like I said, we're moving hundreds of millions of dollars a month. Uh, and if you'd see the fees we pay the banks, you'd understand why. <laughs> so, yeah, a, a bank and an insurance agency in-house will be the next two big things to, to grow the business. Gotcha. That is crazy. I've never even like thought of people who start banks ever. <laughs> well, I know a guy who started a number of them. He says the best way to do it is to start a small bank, grow it about $5 million in, in profits and then sell it. And that's where you make, that's how you make money in banking is you start them and sell them. Yeah. Gotcha. How do you go about starting a bank? Like, what do you do? I have come up with $5 million of investors money and file a uh, state charter with the state of Texas and set up a bank. Just like that. Pretty much. <clears throat> and then put up with the regulators forever. <laughs> gotcha gotcha well awesome what is the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to kind of get involved with get payroll and get, get you moving along on your dreams and goals well payroll is something that should be outsourced i believe long before i started this business uh, payroll is is too complex with too many moving parts and too many regulators to do it yourself the the analogy i use it's when I grew up, Pele was the world's best soccer player, maybe the best soccer player of all time. But if you take Pele, a wonderful athlete, and you'd put him in a New York Yankees uniform at second base, he'd be lost. Doesn't know the field, the players, the equipment. 
I mean, you know, he's throwing a ball. No, no, you kick a ball, right? So if you take a, a, a person who's a, a dog groomer, a chef, a lawyer, a doctor, a manufacturer, a mechanic, whatever, he's good at his job. He's an entrepreneur. He started his business. He services his clients. He brings value to the table. And you say, now you're going to have to deal with the IRS and know everything that goes on with payroll. He's lost. So for a pittance, you can outsource that. Why would you waste your time trying to learn all the intricacies of the payroll when for a few dollars, you can outsource that to a professional and forget about it? I, I don't make my own clothes. I don't build my own cars. I don't build my own house. Hell, I don't even mow my own lawn anymore. Yep. So why would you try to do payroll in-house? It just makes no sense. Your time as an entrepreneur or a small business owner is much more valuable to work on your business, not to try and do payroll. So that's what I tell people. Outsource, you know, whether it's me or, or one of my competitors, it's not worth doing in-house, period. Gotcha. Yeah, I completely agree. That's one of the most important things as you start to scale as an entrepreneur, that outsourcing and hiring correctly and partnering well. Correctly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, hiring people wrong, paying people wrong, paying independent contracts instead of employees and vice versa, not paying overtime. Uh, Gladys Knight's kid uh, just got sentenced to two years in federal prison for not paying taxes on his uh, chicken and waffle restaurants for the last few years. Uh, two years in federal penitentiary. I, I, that sure as hell wasn't worth not paying the taxes, was it? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Because he, he still owes the taxes afterwards. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> Plus interest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. Well, awesome. Now we're going to jump into our thriving three. I just like to hear about how people thrive in their life. So what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Movie, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Gotcha. Why? Uh, the struggle against the man, the, the, the entrepreneur, uh, Butch going out there and, and doing whatever's necessary to make a living. That's uh, good stuff. Uh, skilled at what he did and, and was successful until he ran into the wrong set of odds. And that wasn't, there wasn't any do-over in that business. <laughs> yeah, I actually never seen that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie, y'all too. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. Well, awesome. What's one way you like to take care of yourself? I work out regularly. Uh, I have a trainer. I work out at least three days a week. It was five. It's probably going to go back to five. I had some sciatica problems, but exercise is the fountain of youth. Take care of yourself because nobody else is going to do it. If you don't take care of yourself. Uh, I quit smoking a long time ago. I quit drinking a few years ago. I work out regularly, watch my weight, work on that. Uh, take care of yourself. You'll live a lot longer that way. And it's never too late. Love it. Love it. What's one action step you can take right now to take those steps towards that bank and that insurance agency that you're creating in-house? Talking to you. Talking to your listeners. Saying, hey, if you want to outsource payroll, and you should, call me. This is, this is writing the book. Uh, the book's out there. It's my business card now. Those are the things I'm doing to help grow the business. 
Absolutely. I love it. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we sign off, Charles? Well, one thing I'd like to offer your listeners is if they will go to theparallbook.com, theparallbook.com, and at the discount code podcast, we'll ship a free book if they're interested. No shipping, no handling, just a free book. Gotcha. One more time. It's a $30 value from Amazon. Awesome. And it's theparallbook.com? Yes, sir. Discount code podcast. Right. And one other thing, the time of the year to change how you're doing payroll is the first of the year. So now's the time to be thinking about it. There we go. There we go. Well, awesome, Charles. Um, Unfortunately, this podcast we posted in February. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll take them in February too. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, Charles, thank you so much for coming on the show. Guys, thank you for watching. And if you need to outsource your payroll or you know somebody that needs to outsource their payroll, make sure to contact Charles and contact Get Payroll and get that outsourced so that the experts can handle it and you can have your time back. Awesome. As we always say at the end of every show, send this show to one or two people you know who need to hear it. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.